What is Montrospective? It's what we say to ourselves and our attitude towards it. We repeat mantras over and over again to ourselves. If we're doing it right, they're positive, not negative. What we say affects our attitude and our point of view. We all have dreams and goals, but how many of us know where to start to make them happen? I am fascinated by everyday people who are doing extraordinary things, and I wanted to find out why and how they were able to be successful. I spent 16 years in radio, not as a DJ, but as a promotions director. I never had an interest in being front and center or putting myself out there as a personality. Fast forward to today, I have something to say and messages from incredible people to share. Simply put, I am interested. I want to know what propels everyday people to follow their dreams in the hopes that it will inspire you to do the same. We have one life to live. Let's listen, learn, and share our journey with the world. This is Montrospective. Welcome back to another episode of Montrospective. We took a week off, and by we, I mean me. It was a long holiday weekend. I needed a break. And so we've all learned about boundaries. We've talked about that a hundred times and I just decided, you know what, let's take a break. So um, affectionately, we'll call this second Tuesday with Sarah, (laughs) first Tuesday, but welcome Sarah Robinson back again to share more amazing insight and information with us. Um, You just got done doing something this morning, uh, pretty incredible. And I want to learn all about it because I don't know about it. You're actually sitting outside in your backyard right now. It looks beautiful. You're grinning from ear to ear. So what did you do this morning that has you so smiley? Uh, so every other Saturday, actually next Saturday is our last one, unfortunately, for a little while. Um, but I go out to, if you guys are local in the Kansas City area, there's a place called Blue River Forest Experience. And they just have the most amazing programming in the whole wide world. But um, I meet with a group of people every other Saturday and we do a sunrise dance. So we get together, we, um, we just connect each week. There's a theme that the leader intuitively chooses. And then we just spend an hour, today was a bit longer, but we spend like an hour just moving our bodies and releasing whatever comes up and connecting to the earth. And um, it's kind of, um, the leader is Native American. She has some Native American blood. So she introduces us to some of the tribal culture and the idea of the circle and how healing it, it is. And so we just spent an hour out in nature, just like dancing our booties off. And it's wonderful because our, most of the time our eyes are closed. So it's a very introspective experience. Um, and every, and like this session was incredible. I cried almost the whole time, which if you guys know the work that Heather and I do, crying is good. Um, it's not, doesn't mean weakness. It means that you're releasing and you're being brave and letting things come up and out. So it was so healing and beautiful and everyone's so vulnerable. And it's one of my favorite things It like resets my entire nervous system every single time I do it. Well, and, and for people who can't see this right now, because obviously you're listening to it, it is a beautiful Kansas City morning right now. So I'm watching Sarah sit outside and the birds are chirping and the sun is shining and she's she's just incredibly happy. You can tell that you've had an amazing morning already. I'm going to have to try that the next time they do um, one of those sessions. Yeah. yeah. Come with me next weekend. We can do it together. Next Ooh. weekend is, is a makeup next weekend. We should do it together. It'll be great. You'll love it. That it is like so much fun. And and you're right. This, um, bl- oh, say it again, Blue River 
Blue River Forest Experience. Kelly Daniels. I'll have to tell Kelly we're giving her a shout out on the podcast because Kelly and and her her team are just oh man some of the most beautiful i think i discovered them through you because you post about it from time to time Mm -hmm. or something and i finally went and liked their facebook page and you're right the programming is incredible like really unique cool opportunity so yes if you're in the kansas city area definitely check them out i'll actually um link um them in this podcast as well just because i do i think it's a very cool thing that they're doing it's just and it's all outdoors and in nature and it's just and it's a beautiful area from what i've heard too so it is yeah they're actually on tribal lands and and kelly is also native and um so she's able to like really appreciate that culture and and teach us and so it's on like very very rich um and energetically speaking land it is so amazing to be out there and feel the ancestors and feel that that like total nurturing it's i don't know i've never been to another place like it seriously um and so i think i'm going to go to sedona later this year so that'll probably be like on the same level (laughs) i'm imagining that's like pretty much because this place oh my gosh guys if you ever just go they have luminary walks they have shinrin yoku like forest bathing oh i just love it but yeah that's why i did this morning don't hesitate yeah, don't hesitate to buy tickets for that stuff because I was going to buy tickets for one of the luminary yes. walks and it sold out like instantly. It does. Yeah, yeah. everyone loves it out there. So yeah, the the um some of the programming that they do, their little groups aren't as full, but yeah, those luminary walks and, and their cacao ceremonies and things like that, they are gone almost instantly. And yep. if you're not in KC and you travel through KC, do it a weekend that they have something going on because they're just, it's worth it. It's worth it. You know, with everybody I've had on this podcast, we could actually create like the ultimate weekend experience with everybody who's been interviewed. Like you can come stay at Milo Farm. You can go. I'm going to have to have Kelly on as a guest oh and talk about everything. Yes. That'd be great. And then we can just, you know, create this whole weekend package for everybody to come to Kansas City and have this oh, amazing experience. Idea. I yeah. love it. Let's do it. There All you go, right. guys. Watch so out for that we- this fall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. Now it's been birthed. It's out in the universe. It's going to happen. And you'll have a class with Sarah and it'll be great. And yeah, that'd be yeah, kind of fun. Be so gorgeous. Get the little Montrospective community together and, and um, yeah, gosh, just get enlightened and do some really cool stuff. I mean, we're in summertime finally where we all want to be outside and experience that. So um, moving on to the topic at hand, what are we talking about today? Mm, today we are going to be talking about the ideas and the concepts of the divine feminine and divine masculine, which both live inside of all of us. And once we understand them, it gets so much easier to navigate life. I'm very excited about this topic because I know a little, but not as much as you do. And so when you said, hey, let's talk about this, I'm like, good, because I get to be a student too. I learned something from you every single time. Um, And I know that this is such an important topic. And we'll talk a little bit about the end at the end about how um, you're going to offer this really great program that people can be a part of as Mm -hmm. well. So let's, I guess, just dive right into it. Um, I'm going to let you take the wheel and I'm just going to ask questions because I find this fascinating. Okay, awesome. And Heather, if you need to stop me, just do because this is one of those topics that I am so passionate about. Um, For years, I was looking for a mentor to teach me about this because it's not something 
that's spoken about or written about in a way that resonated with me ever. So I was looking for a mentor to teach me about this forever. I never really connected with anyone that I really felt was appropriate for me. And then I took this coaching program um, a year and a half ago or something. I started it. And the very first, this program had nothing to do with divine masculine and feminine. Nothing. It was all about human design. That's what it was about. But our very first month together was all about divine masculine and feminine. And she taught it in go figure alignment, right? She taught it in a way that I was like, yes. And so it finally gave me the basis. So, um, so here's the idea. We all, and when we're talking about divine masculine and feminine, we are not talking about male, female. We are not talking about gender. We are not talking about any of that. What we're talking about is an internal energy that we all have of balance between being and doing. So it's a great way to teach us how to get in alignment. And when I say alignment, guys, I mean doing things in your highest good with the least amount of work. I'm all about the least amount of work. The work, I, the less I work, the more money I make. Like legitimately, the more I play, the more money I make. It's insanity. Um, like it's not the way we're taught. So the, the masculine, and or, so let's start with the feminine energy. The feminine is often very repressed in our society because it's seen as lazy and, oh, you're just a dreamer and get out of your head and get, but what the feminine does is the feminine is the creative energy. So when you have a moment of inspiration or you have this creative idea or you're just feeling totally nurturing and loving and, and compassionate, this is the feminine. She's the nurturer, the birther. Think about a mother, right? Even though, again, we're not talking about um, feminine or masculine, male and female, we can kind of think about that in that kind of way. Mother Earth, right? The Earth is the perfect representation of what the feminine is. So the, the feminine is the being energy that we all so very frequently ignore. And then the masculine is the doing energy. So that's where the, the ideas, the contemplations, the ruminations, the excitement of the female comes out into with the male. And so the male, the masculine, excuse me, the masculine's job is to come up under that feminine. I always imagine it here. Okay. Anyway, I'll, I'll get there in a second. Um, come up under the feminine and hold her and do the things that need to be done to, to really bring her ideas and creativity into the world. I always imagine it like we're by a campfire and the feminine had like a shawl on or something. And then she just hands it to the masculine and she just like freely dances around the fire in her like flowing robes. And he is just content to hold her robe and hand her her water and make sure she's safe. And so that's what this energy is. We have the being energy and we have the doing energy. Um, and so I'll pause right here and ask Heather if you have any questions before I go into, there's two parts of each of them that is really important for us to be aware of. I feel like if I ask a question, you're going to be like, I'm going to get there. Cause I mean, I've got tons <laughs> of questions, obviously. I mean, because it is such a beautiful way to think about it because, you know, we get overwhelmed so much with right. everything in life. And it's kind of like, you know, understanding where those energies are becoming unbalanced and mm -hmm. like you were talking about aligning and all of that. So I'm going to let you keep going and I'll interject okay, cool. when I have something um, profound. <laughs> to <ask. laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So when we're talking about, okay, so we, we think about, think about our society. 
a lot like i am a totally down down with the patriarchy crumble corporations like i am just that's how i am because i feel like it's we need to be more cooperative but anyway when we think about society in that patriarchy we very much are looking at toxic masculine toxic so there's a toxic side of each or unhealthy and then there's a healthy side of each and how do you know what you're operating from right so the things i just told you are the healthy that's what it looks like to have that balance to have that flow to have that back and forth and the great thing is whenever we have that back and forth we know what to do because we listened to the being it's like our intuition guys our gut feelings our love our what turns you on what lights you up um so that is there's a balance you go back and forth and back and forth and it's beautiful and lovely and you don't have to work so hard because you're making the right next decisions for yourself and the good of all for the good of all humanity but then we have this toxic side the unhealthy side and we really need to be aware of this because this is where very often so many people live because we live in a society where people are so out of touch it's heartbreaking so the unhealthy version of the feminine looks like the victim it looks like depression it looks like resignation it looks like um you know it's either that like you either explode or implode it's either of those it is helplessness i would say it's like giving the keys of your car away like your life you are in the passenger seat and you have no control you don't feel powerful the creativity has lost you that is your divine your your unhealthy divine feminine and now your healthy divine masculine is you think of that as the abuser, the person who's critical, the energy that is belittling, the energy that is possessive, controlling, um, keeping that, that other energy in the victim role. And so here's what I teach my clients is when you're watching your energy, identify where you are, because this is a really great way to bring our subconscious behaviors and beliefs and perspectives into the conscious. And that's when we can change things whenever we have awareness. So you just observe like, okay, so where am I right now? Oh my gosh, I'm functioning from the toxic masculine. What am I doing? What does that look like? And then we get to look at, okay, so what does the healthy masculine look like? And this, and what I always say, and this is just me, I always say that it's the job to keep the balance of the healthy feminine to help support the masculine in that moment, to recharge, reinvigorate, kind of double down on the creativity. And I always say the healthy masculine's job is to bring that victim out of, so there's like a cross, there's a cross healing. And this isn't saying like, but we're saving ourselves in this. No one's else saving us. Like we are taking the power and then again, if you're in toxic in both, that's okay. You recognize it and you're like, holy moly, what does the feminine look like when she's healthy? And then we just start behaving, thinking, and perceiving differently. Just, just that. You just start totally changing, you know, no big deal. You change your perceptions of things. And then, um, and then you get to live in alignment. But, but it's so gorgeous to get, because to, it's easy then. It's not hard. It's like, oh, I'm in my toxic masculine. Eh let's do some stuff to pull me back into my healthy because more in our healthy mm, that's when the flow and the magic happens that's just that's when you get to be like i look although you guys can't see me right now because my feminine was like we're gonna move our bodies and we're gonna just do this dance and then my masculine was like oh we're doing the dance let me do the dance i'll do the dance for you you just live there in your intuition you tell me how to move you tell me how to flow you tell me where to go 
And then the masculine's like, I got you, girl. Don't worry. And then the masculine does the things that make your soul light up. How does ego factor in to any of this? You know, we have those voices in our head that we're constantly battling. So even if we're able to sit and recognize where we might be off, you know, whether it's the divine feminine or divine masculine, but you Mm -hmm. still have this third party, almost this ego involved trying to talk you out of doing whatever you need to do. How do you manage all that? Oh my gosh, Heather, I love that question. You made me think all of a sudden. I was like, holy crap, I've never had anyone <laughs> ask me a question. Um, I, pers- I think um, whenever you were saying that, the first thing that came to me, I'm like, guys, like this is me and my feminine. Like, I just like, oh, here's what came to me. I, I've never thought about this before, but here, here's the answer. Um, the ego, I consider the unhealthy masculine because the ego's holding you down, pushing you back not letting you progress, not listening to your creative ideas, not telling you you're stupid. So it's the abuser. And guys, the ego, um, if, you're not, if you're not familiar, it's that part of you that's trying to keep you safe by keeping you in the status quo. We've always done this. We're still alive. Keep doing this. You're not happy. Oh, well, you just were eating. We're fine. Like we are alive. So this is what keeps us in an action because the ego is actually trying to keep us safe. The ego is a beautiful mechanism for safety, but not a beautiful mechanism for growth. And so that is the place in this, in this like quad thing, whatever, um, that I feel the, the ego belongs in because it's kind of our abuser. It, It holds us back. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I think what I noticed with everything too. And, you know, I've been doing this work for quite a few years now and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll tell everybody it is a constant work in progress. It's not like just suddenly you become completely enlightened and everything, you know, these outward things, you know, outside things happen to us and we have Mm -hmm. to figure out how to ebb and flow with it. And I've been going through that through the past week. You know, I started a new job, um, learning anything new can be overwhelming at times. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I'm off a little bit, you know, because I'm trying to remember everything I've learned over the last few years about just not taking life so seriously and just everything will work out and all of that with the, you know, masculine side of having to be in control and and having Mm. to know everything right now and, and all of that. And so it's been interesting for me to observe myself, to watch myself and be able to do that. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. First, if you allow yourself to be able to objectively look at what you're dealing with and yes. recognize it and not beat yourself up for it, you know, not let that ego kind of take over in that way, but be able to go, okay, well, obviously I'm struggling here. Something doesn't feel right. It's time to adjust the course. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like you said, they will balance each other out. They will help each other out and work together, but you have to allow them to do that. And how do you begin to do that? Okay. So I've recognized I'm off balance here. What's kind of the first step in adjusting course? Recognition awareness is always the first step. So you have to know. And sometimes I think we sink into our misery, which is like, look, there is no emotional or spiritual bypassing allowed. If you are having a day where you are just angry and like sad, have those feelings, feel those feelings, um, really feel them though. And we're not talking about using the, the quote, quote unquote coping skills. This is not work where you distract yourself. This is work where you sit in your, your discomfort 
and uh, and let yourself feel all of those things that we're always trying to push away with alcohol shopping, whatever, you know, right? Um, so first off, awareness and feeling your feelings. And then when you're like, all right, we felt our feelings. Now it's time to get moving. Um, I think, oh, the aware- yeah, the awareness is the first that you said was the first part there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Awareness. <laughs> but I think what you just said too is so important. And I think we've mentioned this for a few podcasts and I'm going to keep drilling it into people's heads because there are a lot of, of, of coaches and self-help people out there that don't want you to sit in your feelings and everything. They want you to be positive and up and everything all the time. And that's not realistic. And that's not genuine. That's not right. You have to be able to honor what you're feeling. You have to be able to, you know, and, and this isn't the right term to use by any sense. It's the only thing I can think of right now. Give yourself that pity party for a second where you just need to let it out. You have to have that release because otherwise your body holds on to all of that energy. And the only way to let it out is to go through it and to feel it and then be able to move on. We all feel better after we cry it out. Oh, or, that's why I'm smiling you know, so much. I cried all morning and yeah. I feel so much lighter and more alive. Yeah. Yeah. So don't let anybody tell you that it's not okay for you to do that. Or you just need to like think positively and, and, you know, focus on all the good in your life. Yeah. I mean, those things are important too, but you have to be able to release that or you're not going to move forward. You're just going to continue living in that energy in that space. And that's not helpful to where you're trying to go. So I'm really glad you brought that up again. Like I said, I will keep drilling this in every podcast I do is that it's okay. You have to do that. Yeah. And you, whenever you were talking, I thought about a couple of things. The first one is the, and this is these pet peeves, anything that says high vibes only, I want to burn the cups, the things, the podcast, the blow. I, it, irks my nerves so bad that this new like spiritual movement you know like you, we all see it we see the chakra things and the this things and the crystals and it's, it's this thing which is beautiful it's a great place to get people in but guys the the growth comes from the shadows and i used to think i don't have a shadow self because i was taught to live in high vibes only so what happens is you're repressing this entire part of yourself that is the huge opportunity for growth and expansion and truth and the, the shadow isn't bad at all it's just the part of you that needs nurturing and expression because we shove it all down and i like my clients again will be doing the work and they'll be like i was walking down my hallway the other day and i just fell on the ground weeping like ugly crying and i have no idea where it came from and i was like well why do you have to know oh well i guess i don't i'm like we have a lifetime of repressed emotions emotions are held in our body our body vibrates at a certain frequency. And when we decide to go all in, that stuff is like, I can finally come out. And that's what happened to me this morning. We were doing inner child work and crone work and we were doing all of that. And so I was just bawling for all of the things over the years that have hurt, you know, that have, that have caused me to question myself and, and hurt really. Um, so that's why I feel so good now because I'm like, oh my gosh, that was like, years of of energy just released and and on the same token heather when you were talking about that i think about the idea of manifesting or co-creating and so when we're holding all of that energy around 
that's the energy in which we vibrate and where we vibrate is where we attract. So if we're holding a, an energy of pain and suffering and hurt and neglect, we're going to attract more pain and suffering and hurt and neglect because our internal reality reflects in our external reality and our external world. And I want to say that, like, I'm not telling anyone that you're manifesting crap. It's a subconscious thing. So you're not intentionally manifesting anything. Again, it's just that awareness piece. Oh, my life looks like this. I don't want it to. So then we, again, shift our perceptions, our thoughts, our emotions, our behaviors, and our reality. And that we have to do something different to get something different. So what you were saying was just wonderful because there were so many elements to it. And last one on this, and then I'll go back to you because I can tell that you're ready, um, is, is that ego, while it's trying to keep us safe, it's the version of ourselves that's no longer serving us. So what I find very helpful is to sit and allow ego to express all of its concerns. Tell me what you're scared of. Tell me what's going to happen. Tell me. And then you get this wonderful window into your shadows. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to love on you. So after ego gets to express itself and you cry and you're just uncomfortable, then you're like, ego, look, I hear you. I feel you. Believe me, I feel you because you are me. But we're going to try something different right now. And if it doesn't work, we can come back to how it's always been. You won't go back to how it's been, P.S. But you can. It's always a choice to go back. Um but yeah, so it's just comforting the ego and, and nurturing it and giving it the voice to say all the things that you've repressed all these years. So yeah, so much you know, just because stuff. it's just because you brought up shadow work and the shadow side. Mm. And I think that's a whole mm-hmm. separate topic that I would love to dive into on another episode mm-hmm. because I never knew, never understood that there was a shadow side. But once um you know, and again, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole now with it, but um, once you realize that there is a dark side, a shadow side of yourself mm-hmm. and you come to terms with it and you accept it, it opens up your world in ways that you can't even imagine. It gives you reasons mm-hmm. for things, reasons why you act a certain way or why you've made decisions a certain way or why you react right. to other people in a certain way. Um, and it helps relationships too, when you can realize, you know, like I said, it'll blow people's minds to understand what shadow work is because it is truly learning to be accepting of yourself. It's beautiful work. Let's talk about that in July. And realizing you're shadow. flawed. Everyone's, no yeah. one's perfect. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I just, I just, it was some of the most important work I've ever done in my life and it's it's necessary, you know, I think for everyone to, in a way, kind of fall on the sword a little bit with who you are as a person and realize, okay, you know, I, I'm not perfect either. And, um, you know, like I said, it's helped me in working with other people too, or speaking to other people. If somebody is, uh, setting something off in me, somebody's irritating me. I have, I now have learned to stop and take a step back and go, okay, obviously I have this quality as well in my life and where is it and why is this triggering me and, and bringing this up and it it's been a game changer so yeah we'll talk about that in July I know I'm getting off topic like I just get really excited about it because it has changed people I know um in the best way possible 
um, in just how they live their daily lives. And, and you know, can, that, that's what all this is about. <laughs> right, right. It is. And we can wrap that actually back around to, to the divine. The shadows are our unhealthy masculine and feminine. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. And so when we have, well, I don't want to go too far down the, down that either. Cause we, this is going to be a good one guys. So listen in July, because this is going to be, this is going to be amazing. You guys are like, honestly, when you listen to this, you're like getting a free coaching session for me and Heather. Like, I don't even know the value of that, but it is infinitely valuable because we are like giving you years of work, like in an hour. So thank Heather. But it is important. And, and I think you'll agree. Yeah. It is important to actually do that work with someone who understands it because oh, yeah. it is really all over the place. It, it, it there's a mm-hmm. lot of really deep concepts and things there that it really helps with, um, understanding it. If you're with someone who understands it and can walk you through it, otherwise yeah. it can be a lot to wrap your brain around. So, and even just with the divine feminine and divine masculine, just wrapping your brain around that and understanding those are energies that live inside of you and they mm-hmm. can become imbalanced and, and all of that. So, yeah. yeah, it does really, all this goes together. I mean, everything goes together. That's why it's so hard just to focus on one topic because it's really easy to segue <laughs> into something else. So yeah. And there's different words for different things, but I'm like, that's why I like the divine masculine and feminine. Cause we have four things and everything else fits into it. Mm-hmm. Like if we focus on these four things, we can talk shadow work. We can talk ego. We can talk um, the, the fully, the fully expressed feminine. We can talk about the, you know, the, the loving supportive masculine like and so we can we can dive into all of those things and it's so easy because it's like oh I'm playing the victim right here or hey I'm lashing out right now I'm in my unhealthy masculine I'm gonna go ahead and take a step back and evaluate like you said I'm gonna evaluate where this is coming from and how I can shift my person again we go I, I love this model of perception thought emotion like because if you can interrupt the cycle then you get to change your reality and that is magic when you take your and there, there's so much back. power there's so much mm-hmm. power in that being able to you're really taking ownership for your life and how i mean mm-hmm. it's it's the old adage of you know um you know we control how we react to things that's all we can control you have to take that to heart and listen to it because it's true. Yes. These outward forces are going to cause things to happen to you in your life, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's how you choose to react to everything. And that's getting in touch with your divine feminine inner divine masculine and being able to understand why you're feeling the way you feel. And if you may need to make adjustments and, and all of that. And then we have to know, again, we're going to circle back to the idea you said we have to know how we feel. And once we know how we feel, by the way, guys, if you ever want to know um, a really great tool, they have, if you just search like emotion wheel, um, we have different layers of emotions. We have the tertiary, which is the third, the secondary and the primary. But if you get these wheels, you find like, I'm angry. And then you look further. Well, what, what is the next level down? What is the next level down? Now we can get really vulnerable. And we can really see what we feel. And then after we see what we feel, we can communicate it better. Because like if I tell my husband, I'm angry at you because blah, 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 versus I feel disrespected when this happens. And, you know, I, he's now he's listening. Oh, I, I did not mean to disrespect you. That was, I, am, I don't, and, and then I can think, well, why does this behavior make me feel disrespected? Now I can go into my work. Like I always tell my husband, it's not your job to fix me. It's your job just to 
be present like and not even always present like just let me have my space because if I'm triggered if I'm hurt if I'm all these things that's my job that's my job to do that and whether and then you know of course we do get into unhealthy relationships and then once I know I get to make the decision is this going to work for me is this not going to work for me anymore and it really is so empowering but you have to sit the 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 one of the biggest things I've ever that I learned from all this work is that an emotion never kills you. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't harm you. It's the things we do to avoid the emotions that harm us, hurt us, and, and keep us stuck. So one of the most powerful things you can do in your shadow work, your feminine, your your divine energy work is being okay, being uncomfortable. And like I think they, I read something somewhere like emotion, an emotion that you allow to go through you lasts like five seconds or something. Like it's such a ridiculously small amount of time, but then our brain keeps us in that emotion, but it's okay. Like you just sit there and feel it. Where is it? What is it? What, and just observe it from a very, like you said, a very objective way. Like we do not have to get in our feelings about everything. Like, oh, this happened. Where did that come from? And then we find the feeling, then we feel the feeling and it's great. And then we get to move on and smile all day and dance in the sun. I think that's the biggest gift of all, quite honestly, is when you put in the work, you put in the effort because it's not easy. I mean, just sharing this concept with everybody is not going to change your life. You have to make the the choice to actually look into it further and and work on it. But when you do, I promise you, and I know Sarah will too, it can be a game changer in your life of just everything, how you Mm -hmm. react to yourself, how you react to others, um, how you deal with conflict all of those things when and, and it's pretty powerful the first time something happens and you choose to react differently you choose oh, to pause yes. and take that time for yourself for a minute and just go okay wait a minute am I really mad about this or is it something else yeah you're, you're you're like I, I can almost cry right now thinking about it because it is powerful it's a you know it's mm-hmm. one of those things you want to just pat yourself on the back for and go wow good job <clears throat> good job mm-hmm. you could have chosen to fly off the handle do something stupid but no yep. you you took a beat you stopped you thought about it and realized I'm actually not mad at this person or this situation it's something right. different um, and I will I will tell you even though I've done that there's been plenty of times where I haven't <laughs> there's been plenty of times where yep. you know ego takes over and I get mad and that's just the way it is but I'm still able to reflect after the fact not beat myself up for doing it not belittle myself for for feeling that anger or whatever but going okay how could I handle that better in the future how what could I do differently what what really pushed me over the edge right. and for anybody who wants to accept that into their lives and do it, I promise you, you will live a much happier life than what you may be living right now. Right. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, like I said, I enjoy talking about all of these topics because I think, I think it's something that should be taught to everybody. Like these are yes. life lessons. This is, Preach. this is how to live. <laughs> Preach, you know, yeah. all the other subjects, all the other subjects are important. Don't get me wrong. They are, mm-hmm. but this is truly about how to live and how to take care of yourself and how to take yes. care of other people. And that's the message I want to get out is there are all these tools available to you. You can learn about any of them online that you want. You know, we've got this little thing called the internet. All you got to do is Google something, but that's, I think part of what Sarah and I want to do is make you aware 
of these things and that these tools are out there and there are people that can help with them or you can go along your own journey whatever you choose to do but look at taking that step Mm -hmm. no I I totally agree (laughs) and like you said earlier though like I, for years, I worked by myself and so have my clients. I've, I've always had clients and most of my clients have been doing the work or they're dabbling in doing the work, right? Different levels of programs and stuff like that. But first off, I want to say those who have committed to doing the work from the time I've met them to now, every single one of those who chose to do it, their life is not the same. I have clients who left toxic marriages, toxic relationships. They left jobs there. I have a, I have one client. Oh my gosh. She's, she's so amazing. She, when I met her, she was so stuck. And about three months ago, she quit her corporate job where at one point she thought she wanted to raise, rise to district. And now she's running a personal assistant and virtual assistant business. And she's so booked out. And after two months, she's so booked out. She's having to hire help because she cannot keep up with her workload and she desires the balance because she's decided that's just the way her life is. And this is it. Like, this is the thing. Whenever you become aware of these things, now you get to change your reality. You get to change your relationships. You get to change all this stuff. And it's just like freaking mind blowing. You know, you're no longer a victim. You're no longer, I always call it like my clients are goddesses. They step into their power and how dare you tell them what they need to do because you will be blocked. Like that little block feature on Facebook, you will be blocked because they do not have the time for you anymore. Um, and then another thing you were saying when you were talking about like, you know, you've been, sometimes we get angry. I wanted to share a story. My, my husband and I, when we met, um, we were both just like going through the motions. He had had the same job that really wasn't moving forward for like five years. I was jumping around the corporate structure, kind of in oblivion, right? Didn't really know myself. And so where we are living this existence of kind of lack mentality and life was hard and whatever. And over the last few years, we've both done work, you know, like my work has rubbed off on him and now he's doing the work too. Um, But I sat back the other day and I looked at our life and Heather, for the first time in my life, I don't worry that there's not, there's going to be enough money. I don't worry that there's going to be enough of anything. I don't worry about any of it, but at the same time, I've noticed over the last couple of days, we've both been trying to be mad at each other because what happens here, hear me out. I hear you go, Burp. here's what happens <laughs> whenever, whenever we up, because like in our normal conscious day to day, we are so loving. We are so full of gratitude. We compliment each other all the time because we know that like we're a team and I couldn't do what I do if he doesn't do what he does and vice versa. Um, but at the same time, we were comfortable so long at a certain level we are comfortable having the lack mentality. We're comfortable not having the things we do. We are comfortable saying no to things that we really desired. We were comfortable living in drama. And so now that we've gotten to this place where it's like, we don't do drama. We don't do lack. Yeah, some days, of course, there's all the, but, but it got, so, it's so good that our bodies are like trying to adjust. And there's moments where I want to bring it back down to the comfortable place. And so I'm really honestly, like, I'm so happy. People ask me all the time, like, how's your life? I couldn't, I've never in my life, I have never dreamed that life could be this good. It's because I did the work, folks. I never dreamed that I could be this nurtured, this cared for, this supported. But my parts of my brain, 
parts of my nervous system and my energy sometimes is like, but we have to have a fight to bring it back down to normal. Everything can't be this good. Everything cannot be this good. And so there are times like in the evening when we're sitting around, we'll both just kind of like pick at old fights. Just be like, nah, 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 nah. or like whenever he's out, like I'll think of reasons to be mad at him because we both live, like we both trust each other very much. We can go do what we want, where we want, with who we want. And there's no thing. It's just, hey, are you going out? No, nah, I'm gonna stay home. Okay, well, I'm gonna go out. All right, cool. And that's how we, we do that. Um, but there are times he's out and I like will be talking myself into, oh, he's doing this and he's doing that. And, blah, 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 blah. and then he'll get home and I'll be kind of bitchy at him. And he's like, babe, what's up? And it's because I'm trying to bring the vibration back down to the normal level. And, but the thing is, like you said, I catch it. Last night I was sitting, I'm like, I am trying to make myself mad right now. I know I'm trying to make myself mad right now. I'm wasting energy on trying to be mad. And then when I have that awareness, you can take the beat. I can take a beat and I can go, I can enjoy this moment. Like I do not have to, and that's where the self-sabotage comes in that people always talk about. It's so good. And then it's not because you self-sabotage because it's uncomfortable so just again live in the discomfort and realize that there is you can up level you can raise your vibration and you can like even good change is uncomfortable you know you got this new job that you love and i i know that you love it but it's still at the same time it's like "Eh." (laughs) well no it's a lot you know i i shifted gears completely you know i went from you know losing my job over a year ago you know when the pandemic began to really enjoying that year of, of my life. You know, for a lot of people, it was horrible for me. It was life-changing. It, it Mm -hmm. gave me time to do all of this work that we talk about and everything and really determine what was important to me in my life. And so I got very used to that talk about being in a comfort zone. And then I switched gears completely, got a, a different job and, um, it, it, if I allow it to, if I allow it to, I could go back to how I was before all the work real easily, yeah. real easily. Like I started feeling that that's back to that divine yes. feminine and divine masculine. If I didn't stop, recognize, okay, I'm getting off balance here. I'm forgetting everything I've learned. I need to stop, take a breath, evaluate the situation you know, it would be really easy to fall back into old habits, yep. you know, old ways of, of thinking and doing things. And I know I don't want to do that because my life has changed for the better over the last five years or so that I've really committed to all of this. And I think that's important to note too, is that if you even make the decision today that you're going to start doing this, that this sounds good. We like what Heather and Sarah are saying and that, that I want some of that. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a month or six months, you're going to start seeing, you know, small victories, you know, you know, progress, all of that stuff, but it takes, it's a lifetime of commitment to doing this stuff. And just like I've Mm -hmm. said, it doesn't matter that I've done it, practiced it for the last five years. I still am falling back into things that now I have the tools at least to make Mm -hmm. that choice and that decision to go, well, wait a minute things are getting off kilter here. I I don't, I don't want to go back to that life. I wasn't happy there. I need to figure out that balance. So give yourself some grace when you do decide to start this process, because like I said, it's been five years for me and I'm still Mm -hmm. challenged all the time, but Mm -hmm. I don't beat myself up for it. Like I didn't get mad at myself. Like, Oh, 
you know, I had a crappy week at work and was really overwhelmed and allowed other people to get to me. And I had to stop and go, okay, wait a minute. Why am I allowing that to happen? What is really going on with me? And that's been powerful. So um, I, I don't know, that was just my message and all that, that I really want people to give themselves some grace as they're going through this process, because mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it's not a quick fix. It's not an easy fix. It's something no. that you will be doing <clears throat> the rest of your life, but the difference is you'll have the tools that you need right. in order to shift gears and, and get back to that place that you want to be. I'm so sorry. I thought I turned my phone all the way off. <laughs> Well, again, because people are listening to the podcast, they can't see the video that just happened, but I thought Sarah was like falling off her chair or something. (laughs) (laughs) My phone was ringing and it's so loud. Okay, let me turn. I I muted it, but I guess I didn't mute it all. I don't know what's going on here. Anyway, (laughs) you were were saying, Heather. (laughs) No, no. I mean, no, that's that was really it. It's just, you know, so much of what you say when we do these just kind of brings me back to like I like I said I learn something every single time we talk but I also recognize how far I've come and I think that's important too for everybody Uh, whether you've been doing this a week five years your entire life whatever is to really stop and recognize and give yourself the credit because nobody else can do this but you Uh, Sarah and I could talk to you all day long it's not like plugging in a USB to yourself or something and we're just downloading information to you and suddenly the world is great it it takes effort (laughs) it takes and wouldn't that that be nice though I'm sure someday it'll be like that (laughs) the thing is the more you do it though the faster it becomes like I remember my very first time no I I've been doing the work forever too but the first time I got a coach that really guided me into the deep healing those six months were the most healing six months of my entire life, but I cried the entire time. Like my kids got so used to me crying that they would just walk up to me and pat me on my back and be like, mom, I'm going to go outside and play because I taught them that it was just, I was just releasing old stuff. Um, But yeah, it it never, (laughs) but once you go through that, like first there's a meme I love or whatever quote, and it says the spiritual awakening is your, your spiritual awakening is like baptizing or baptizing a cat. Um, And that's really what the first round of it feels like. It's like, Oh my God, I don't know. You have to wade through the muck. But then once you get to the end, you're like, Holy crap. And then the next time you do it, you're like, it's not so scary. It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I know what's happening now. I'm just going to do this, this, and this, or Hey, um, and I, I, there, I remember times I was in my kitchen just standing there cooking and I just leaned back on my counter and was like, I see why people want to keep their, their head in the sand, like an ostrich. I see why they do, because guys, we talk about like all that happens at the end of it, but it's a bumpy ride. It is. But then like Heather said, you get to this spot where you're like, Oh, I'm falling because I do it too. Falling back into my old habits of working too much or stressing too much or taking this all to heart when to be truthful, it really doesn't matter. And then you're like, oh, I see this in myself. And there's no guilt because you're like, oh, this is just an old pattern. Okay, all I got to do is just remember my truth, remember who I am, step back into those healthy masculine and feminine. And just do the damn thing. Like, just just move through it. And if it's unpleasant, well, there's an end to it. And if I don't like it long enough, I can just quit. 
you know, I can just quit the relationship, quit the job, quit the worry, quit all of that stuff and just, just have a life where I feel abundant and expansive. And man, if someone, and you know what else, Heather, I think we've said this before. If someone 10 years ago would have come, now this one is different because I think this is really like transformative, but sometimes you listen to stuff like this and you're like, oh, I hate you. You know, like, oh, you're so happy and you're so this, like, ugh. Um, but it's, it's the truth. Like I've, I think I've been doing this since Sage was born around like, and she's 10 and man, it's taken me a while. It's taken me a while to get to this space, but every single plateau I get to is like, oh, wow. So I'm just excited to see what's next because this, the way I feel like 90% of the time now is just magic. It's pure magic. I'm doing what I love, helping women, helping families by proxy and, and healing the planet as are you, Heather. I know you do a lot of the same stuff I do. Well, and I think that's the beautiful thing about all of this is once you start doing the work, once you start learning, once you start feeling better and experiencing life differently, you want to share that with others. You don't want to keep it for yourself. You don't want, there's no selfishness here. It's not like, Ooh, I figured out the secret on how to be happy and and I'm not going to share it you have no choice. Like it's just physically in you. And I find that with some of the women I work with is that they've changed so much fundamentally that I see them sharing it with other people. And that's how that ripple effect starts. That's how you change the world. That's how you change your society. And all of that is when you see something so important to you, that's making a difference in your life. And you just want to give it away. You just want to share that knowledge with people that are ready to accept it and hear it. And Uh, that's been the most beautiful gift for me throughout this. I mean, my coaches in the very beginning, you know, just said, I, I, cause I'm the person that wants to fast forward. I want that feeling now. I don't want to have to do all this work and all this crap. I just want to be happy. That's the number one thing I hear all the time. And I'm sure you do too. I just want to be happy. Well, that's going to take some work, especially if you do have trauma from your past and, and, and things that you're probably not even aware of. Um, I I know I was, I know I discovered things about myself that I didn't even know I was carrying with me into my adult life. But once you're able to deal with all of those things, it actually moves a lot quicker than what you realize. And the challenge then at that point is enjoying the process, just living and being Mm -hmm. present in this process. Every time you get an opportunity to try something new or do something new last, last time we talked about Reiki and how important that is, um, to energy work and being able to release and all of that stuff. I mean, just enjoy the process, discover something new. If you hear something Mm -hmm. that Sarah and I talk about that you're interested in, reach out to one of us. If you've got questions about something, we're happy to answer them, but become interested, become curious, you know, just dive right into it. And then stuff just starts to change. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's an amazing feeling. It really is. Yep. I totally agree. All the things. Now now you mentioned one of my favorite words in the world is goddess. Cause that just, that's, that's a powerful word right there. It's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I can do anything. I am a goddess. Mm-hmm. And you have a program right now called the Goddess Resurrection that is just getting ready mm-hmm. to kick off in about a week or so, right? And you're still mm-hmm. taking yeah. sign up. So tell people all about it. <clears throat> First off, the title makes me giddy. 
like goddess resurrection how much more powerful can you get than that and i'm gonna say the word goddess for a long time really turned me off until i really stepped into my goddess self and i see it in my my clients um so goddess resurrection is a six-week program and basically what it's all about is you know we all hear these little whispers of our divine feminine of our intuition these little whispers do this do that no not that move this way and i'll tell a story because it's really funny after this but move this way do these things and we hear this and even if you're not fully in tune it doesn't take a lot i promise to be totally in tune it's it's not hard well it's simple it may be hard but it's simple steps to do so anyway we hear our intuition we know what she's saying but then getting that divine masculine on board to actually do what she's saying can often be really scary like when i ask people how would it feel to follow your intuition i get exciting exhilarating scary frightening my whole body tenses up it makes me anxious so there's this whole range of motion or range of emotion because again your ego your unhealthy masculine pops in like you're gonna die Ah. so what goddess resurrection is all about is moving you from inaction to action moving you from that that unhealthy masculine energy into the healthy masculine energy that's like oh i hear you oh that's what you want to do <clears throat> all right cool let's do that thing and so it's it's we start real simple we deal with um i do use reiki in the program because i feel like that is just a su- amazingly supportive tool um <clears throat> excuse me and then we also like we do things we, I talk about setting up your quantum expansion. What is that going to look like to expand to your next level that no longer fits into the box that you have right now? Um, we talk about, um, I'm trying to think of some of the stuff. So every, every session, and then we move through like emotional stuff and, and brain thoughts and all these different things. And it's like I said, six weeks, so we're going to be a fast container. Um, but each session we have woo and we have do. So we're in the feminine every session, we're in the masculine every session. So we talk about, all right, so this week, here's the topic. We do some energy work, we do some visualization, we do some healing, we do some connection, and then we have a strategy. So for the week, what is your actual doing? So we be and then we do. What is your actually being or doing, excuse me, to support this being? What are you going to do differently this week to have a different reality? Um, and then every week you get a workbook, you have a private Facebook group. So you have support 24 seven. Um, and some of the women who have already signed up have been doing this work with me for over a year. So it's not just for the newbie. This is for anybody who sometimes struggle. And like, sometimes it's just like my divine feminine says, don't eat that apple pie, eat the apple. Cause you need the nourishment right now. You don't need the sugar. And I'm like, but I want to eat the apple pie anyway. And she's like, well, eat the damn apple pie then we'll check in later. So, you know, it's just that feeling like the following. And then I eat the apple pie and I feel like crap. And then I'm like, Oh, I wish I would have eaten the apple, you know, just simple stuff like that. But, um, I can't remember what I was in the circle back to anyway, it's going to be amazing. I am so excited about it. Um, registration is open only till friday till june 11th we start june 14th um there'll be replays of every single one a lot of my clients are concerned because the timing is kind of weird for them but every single session there's replays and then we also have that facebook group 
so and if even if you have, have questions busy about it they can reach out to you directly yeah. and and ask and everything oh, for and, sure and yeah they can yeah. go if you go to the woo and the do.com uh there's a whole description of the program up there with all the different um pricing options yes. and there's a place where you can contact sarah directly if you want to ask her more questions mm -hmm. about it or just see if it's a good fit for you um but i love that i love i love the name i love the topic I, I love everything about it. You know, you're always coming up with something really great to share with people. And again, just such a, such a powerful thing to do right now. We're in summertime, energy's lifting up again. People are a little bit more optimistic. You know, it's not the doom and gloom of winter time. So if you're looking to make a change in your life right now, just to begin exploring it, Sarah is a great place to start. She, uh, she can definitely show you the ropes and, and, you know, again, who doesn't want to be called a goddess every single week? Come on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Right. Like, uh, it's just so, it's just like, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I've made you speechless. <laughs> you have. I just, I just think about like the power in that, like just, yeah. just the standing in that power and knowing that I'm bad. Like I, you, mm-mm. No, I don't have time for that. I don't have energy for that. I'm over here being fabulous. And you just go over there with your gross. Like, I don't have time for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yep. think this has been a fantastic episode. I'm energized yet again, as I am Yay. every time I talk to you. And I can't wait for next month now because <clears throat> shadow work is going to be a little bit more of a, a heavy conversation, but an important one and necessary one. Um, mm -hmm. and one that I think will, will help you again, level up in your life right now, if that's something you're looking to explore any final thoughts mm -hmm. of wisdom from you, Sarah, before we end today, mm. you know, um, I want to, I, the, I want to encourage each person who's listening to this to pause. We've talked a lot of times about um, our reality and, and all of this and, you, and some of the things you said alluded to this but like I would really encourage each of you as soon as you turn this off to stop for a minute take three really really deep breaths come into your body and look around you and just look at everything that is here look at the trees look at your children look at your partner look at look at yourself and how miraculous and glorious all of this is and how abundant we are no matter our situation no matter if we are struggling to pay the bills or we hate our job, we are so freaking abundant and the whole thing is so magical. I would just love for each of you to even have five seconds of that, just to consider if you could expand that and you could make that a larger part of your life. Um, and I think that would be a fun, a fun exercise and just a magical exercise for everyone. I um, am, again, very envious of you sitting outside in the sun right now. So we are going to wrap this up so I can get myself outside and do exactly that exercise. Because again, mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. That's good for everybody to do. If you can make that a regular practice, that mm -hmm. that will change how you feel about <clears throat> everything hugely. So right. thank you again, Sarah, for taking the time to chat with us and, and share all this beautiful knowledge. I will link goddess resurrection i can't even say it goddess resurrection <laughs> calm that's down Heather. see that's how excited i am about it's it i, so I can't spit it out <laughs> goddess resurrection starting in about a week um so we'll get that up so people can get signed up 
and experience the joy of Sarah so she can start helping you change your life now. And we will talk again in July about shadow work. So I will see you then. I will see you then as well, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Remember, your thoughts become your reality. You have all you need to begin to make your dreams come true. Dream it, believe it, manifest it. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you again soon.